Welcome back to the Project Gen X podcast. I'm when you're how uh, <laughs> can't even do this start right. that over. No, I can't even do this right. Alan, Welcome back take to the, <laughs> yeah. Welcome back to the Project Gen X podcast. I'm when your host Alan Smith, along with I'm the other guy, Big Dave, and I'm Barry. <laughs> He's even pointing at I'm, the wrong. I know. Okay, <laughs> this so, is what you get for going to Vegas. <laughs> so for th- this, this is just one of our catch up episodes because a lot's happened since the last time that oh, we yeah. recorded. Um, I am mostly into a new place now and i say mostly because really all i have set up is the studio which means we're now in studio 3.0 yeah uh, this is are our you, third studio are like, you completely stu- done with the studio oh no or? no okay no, no, so no, no, we're, no, no, we're no. this is the this is even the beta test yes on this. i mean th- this is so we're alpha testing the new yeah, studio I mean, 3.0. It, it is he's waiting to see if it blue screens so as you guys can tell there's a little echo because i have hardwood floors in my new place and i haven't done nothing <laughs> to um haven't had a chance to because, again, I just got back from Vegas a few days ago. And boy, are his arms tired. Oh, my Brums. God. Let me tell you, the trip back from Vegas to Nashville <laughs> ranks in my top couple of worst flights ever because of turbulence. Did you have, I mean, you had to fly through that storm that we had yesterday. Oh, I had, no, wow. I had to fly through the storm that was here Wednesday night. Ooh. Yeah, and I mean, we like, we went through it. And got to Nashville before it actually it got to Nashville, and then it hit right about the time I was standing out on the concourse waiting for my ride. Oh, jeez! And it was just like you got to be kidding me. But yeah, it was it was a rough flight. And, so. and for those of you who don't know, I kind of live between Nashville and Clarksville, and Clarksville actually at their at Outlaw Airport or Airfield, they registered eighty mile an hour winds yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. yeah, we had here in Middle Tennessee uh, on March. The, what was yesterday? The third. Third. What's the uh, fourth? Yeah, we're recording this on the on the Saturday. So on Friday, yeah. March the fourth, we had severe winds. Not storm. Wind. Winds. Winds. The storm came through, and then half an hour later, the wind started and it didn't stop until last night. Yeah, we had. Matter of fact. My old place is still without power right now, and there's something like 122,000 people, people in, in the Middle Tennessee yes, area with no power. Uh, in the Davidson County area. Oh, and Justin yeah. Davidson. Justin County? Davidson County so was 100 and 114 was so the largest number I saw, and as of this that. morning, it was still somewhere in the 33, 35,000. And again, my old neighborhood is completely without power still. So, so. Um, and and I have stuff over there that I wanted to get over here. And, you know, it's just like, well, not going to be going over there until they get the power back on. Hey, you got the which mics, means, you got the recording stuff. Which this means that stuff. the milk in my refrigerator is going to have to be thrown oh, away, as well yeah. as probably everything in yeah. the freezer. Yeah. And just like... Well, that's because you moved into a better class of neighborhood. Well, yeah, yeah exactly. well, I guess. It's, uh, <laughs> you get the, these, I did move into a much better neighborhood. So these, we're not going to hear... We're not going to hear... Gunshots. Gunshots or sirens. sirens. We'll still hear the helicopters every once in a while, but that's usually them coming over to get to my old neighborhood. So it's uh, (laughs) so yeah. Oh, one more thing. Uh oh. He has another thing. Dave is about to have a big birthday. Uh oh. And I know your birthday is a week or it's it's, a week. It's six six days from now. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm going to go ahead and give you your birthday present. Oh well, thank you. Because I because it came in yesterday. Yeah. You guys know I don't ever ask for anything. There you go. Oh, what'd you get? What'd you get? Oh, it's Open actually it. it's actually the right size. Yeah, I asked your wife. So 
<laughs> it appears to be a t-shirt of some it nice. says vintage classic 1973 <laughs> with the lovely and the old like yeah the, the old rainbow. 1970s rainbow font all right oh. go, go ahead and take a <laughs> picture nice hold up all right get it up there and hold we up. will post this on discord this for is everybody brilliant. to see this is brilliant there you go so <laughs> dave is turning 50 on the 10th oh uh, let's not talk about by the it. time this goes live he will be even closer congratulations so, <laughs> dave you're collectible now that's oh, right that's thank right. you yeah we can we can qualify you as a, as a classic yeah now, so it, it would be <laughs> nice because i'm hoping my value goes up at this point too so. well you know some things age fine like a wine and others age like a vinegar so just yeah, remember so that now uh, <laughs> he's been grumpy all of his life so so he ages <laughs> So he ages like milk. Right? Pretty much. Great. <laughs> kind of like the milk over in my refrigerator exactly. right now. I feel the love. Thank you for the present, but I also get the beating with it. I guess. Yeah, absolutely. That's the way it always goes. I was about what to are say, you talking you know, about? It's it's like, there are no freebies on the Project Gen X podcast. <laughs> no, you know no, that. Sir. You know, it's every compliment comes with a backhand. You know, it's. <laughs> well, thank you. I think. Hey, at least you made it to 50. You yeah, know? I, I mean, made it to 50. You know, that's, that's a. Uh, it's 20 years longer than some people thought I'd make it. Well, yeah, what was the over-under on him? On anyway? Dave, I don't, to remember, know. I don't you know. know. <laughs> I'll be honest, I never thought I'd live to see 21, and yeah. somehow I've <laughs> I've managed to, to beat that by quite a bit. Yeah, that, so that, it's uh, <laughs> that means you're next next year. I yeah. yeah, I am. I'm I'm on the countdown to fifty. Hey, I'm still, I am. I'm still so. the baby. I still got a couple of years on you guys. Where so. were you born? Seventy six. Oh, you're yeah, the same you age as ways. my wife. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I got a few. I'm, I'm hanging in there. So yeah. So uh, but yeah, like I said, I I was in Las Vegas. Um, I don't really. Oh, oh, actually, I do have. Um, here's my only Las Vegas story. Okay, <laughs> only I been, one. I have been <laughs> well, to. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. No, what, hap- me, what happens in Vegas lot. ends up on TikTok. All right, so oh, go ahead. I hate that. App. Fuck it, TikTok, man. That <laughs> I hate that app. You know, one of my best friends has got a channel on there, and she's got a pretty good following and everything. She's like, "So when are you going to start following me on TikTok?" It's like I am never downloading tiktok <laughs> ever why would that i ever not voluntarily happen. give my information to the chinese i know i know it's yeah. just uh um plus the fact is like i know i have no desire whatsoever right. i am trying to get rid of most of the social media i already have so why would i want to go and add something else that Fair. I, you know okay What's um, your story um uh, the only even remote <laughs> interest i guess interesting thing that happened mm-hmm. uh the night before uh i was coming back um i went over and played in a in a uh Texas Hold'em tournament. Right. And I was done. I was like, I'm tired. Uh, I was out there with Brody. You know, we've talked about him on the show plenty yep. of times and he was still in the, in the game. I was like, I'm going back to the hotel. I'm tired. You know, I was like, not that far over. I mean, a couple hotels over. I had to walk a little bit, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I came back through, through our hotel. We were staying at Planet Hollywood. I was not 25 feet through the entrance. Until? And all of a sudden I heard, Hey, and I looked over and it was this woman and like, I looked at her and she kind of, I like, you know how sometimes you're like, do I know? Cause right. we had been sitting with some women at one of the tables at a different hotel, like mm-hmm. a few down like er, hours earlier. And I thought it might've been her. And like, I walked around like, Hey, I was like, weren't we sitting at the table? Or weren't you sitting? She's like, Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like you want to hang out? I'm like, Oh no, 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 no. I'm not getting in this conversation. I think in I saw this episode the time, of the Simpsons in once. All the times that I have been to Vegas, that's only the second time ever that I have been knowingly solicited. run into a prostitute okay really? and i mean like seen one that i was like nope 
absolutely. I know for without beyond a shadow of a doubt. The fir- the o- the other time was the very first time I went to Vegas back in '96, yeah. and we were walking through uh, Caesars, mm-hmm. and I saw this woman. And I was like, oh, yeah, she's a prostitute. <laughs> and it was kind of one of those things that, and then so when we came walking back through, like maybe an hour later or something, she was being escorted out of the building. I'm like, yep, I had that one pegged. So that's, <laughs> 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 but yeah, so she's like, yeah, you want to hang out? I'm like, no, 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 no I'm tired. No, I'm no I am old and tired. You have a good evening. So it's, yeah. <laughs> my wife's calling me. I'm I, going. I'm old, I'm tired, and I'm disease free at this point. Mm-hmm. So, so I'd like to remain that way. Yeah. Yes. So, but yeah, I mean, it really was a, mostly uneventful trip outside right. of you know some getting there big getting wins back. yeah and then big losses you know type stuff to yeah. where you know and you know you budget to go out there because everything's expensive i did discover a new i wouldn't say a new food but i discovered a new meal that i really like i'm like why have this why has this not ever been in my life what's that moco loco I don't know what that okay. is. Okay. That sounds Hawaiian. It is Hawaiian. And okay. Brody, again, who had been to Hawaii, is like, no, 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 we discovered this in Hawaii. This is delicious. This is what a Moco Loco is. And I'm yeah. like, seriously, why has this not been in my life? Because it was right. the most delicious thing that I had while I was out there. And it's simple. It is, uh, it's rice. Mm-hmm. And then it is a hamburger patty. Mm-hmm. Uh, really just, it's just, it's like a, like a quarter, or actually it's probably like a half pound you know, or right. third pound something. It was bigger than than a quarter pounder. You know, right. like okay, good size patty with uh, sautéed mushrooms and onions. Okay, brown gravy mm-hmm. and an egg on top of it. Yes, I've that, had this. That sounds amazing. And it was one of those things where it was like okay, so like it came out and it's like all stacked up. Right. And then there was gravy, and Brody's like, no, 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 you pour the gravy over top of it all. And I was like, <laughs> okay. And I did that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I had, I had that like every day after that. <laughs> I mean, we were there like three days, yeah. but I was like, no matter of fact, one day I had it twice. I had it for breakfast nice. and I had it for dinner. You know, I was like this, this right here on top of it all, it's delicious, but it's really, it's not that high in calories. It's high in protein. It's one of those things where it's like, dude, whatever diet you're on, you can eat this. It's this hangover is not, food. Oh, Down, it's so is, good. It is hangover it food. It was so good. Down in that um, Brentwood Franklin borderline area there used mm-hmm. to be lnl barbecue yeah did you guys ever eat it i LNL? never ate there, no. they it was an honest to god hawaiian barbecue place and they had huli huli chicken and they had the spam dishes oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. oh my gosh there's, it was so good there's a place by my work that serves mitsumi and i mm. absolutely love it which is basically spam sushi oh spam no, 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 no. You, if no. you do spam right, spam is oh delicious. I, I've never it liked spam. It is so. incredible. I am such a fan of it. I don't like the meat and I really hate the emails. So. Fair. <laughs> well, yeah, the email the email's awful. But there's, I've seen on TV somewhere where somebody was, I think it was even a spam commercial where they had taken spam and they had um, small cubed it mm-hmm. and put it in a skillet with like some peas. And hard and fried it. it. Hard fried it with some teriyaki sauce and yes, it put sir. it over a bowl of white rice. Yeah, it's basically like, a variation on Mitsumi. Yeah, I'm like, oh, I'm going to try that. Oh, just I, I found it. And actually, I got introduced to it because I used to have some friends that had their, they got married in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. And when they did their anniversary party at their house, they wanted to reenact their entire wedding dinner. 
And one of the things that they had as an appetizer was Mitsumi. I didn't eat anything else there. I killed that platter of Mitsumi. Yeah. I paid for it the next Hawaii. day. But yeah. Hawaii is actually Spam's number one market. Yeah, I know. Yep. I know. And it's, it's, it's when's the last time you've seen a Hawaiian cow? Oh, That's all I got to say. Oh, my sure. gosh. <laughs> no, sure. Oh, it's so good. I'm it's sure they're there so somewhere. Yeah. I mean, that's, You're not wrong. You know, that is a... They, they can't got, import all of it. They've I got mean, more like a, ox. They've got like some mountain ox or I something no on idea. some of the islands. So I have no idea. I just... I don't recall ever seeing you know i've watched a lie to magnum pi I yeah never i never saw, saw a cow. cow yeah that's not a good measure of hawaii well, you know or lost it's or a, uh, um dog the bounty hunter dog the, or yeah or <laughs> uh, uh hawaii 50 yeah we no had saying, no no yeah dano never like yeah went to milk no, cow. No, never happened Mm-mm. never but you were talking about um food in vegas and the the one vegas story that i'll share with you because my my ex used to compete in the World Series of Poker, and oh, okay. so we had a lot of time to kill in between games. Mm-hmm. And I will never forget, as long as I live, at three thirty in the morning, walking into a casino, and I use that term very loosely, yep. that was in the parking lot of Circus Circus. <laughs> so they set it was up a in big the parking lot. It set was, up a big tent so was, they could well, put the table. It's up. connected to it, but it was called Slots O Fun. Nice. I can't make this stuff up. At 3.30 in the morning, they had a foot-long hot dog for a buck and a half. And that is the best damn hot dog I have ever had in my entire life. I realized the last time that I was in Las Vegas Mm -hmm. that two things. One, the the days of the 99-cent buffet and all that kind of stuff are long Gone. gone. And two, any place that does have cheap food, you're going to regret it later. Well, that is. <laughs> so you're talking about foot long hot dogs, and now I'm craving a Costco hot dog. Well, the, oh, yeah. I do not like hot dogs. Well, I, I said the thing that remind or that, that as, brought this as memory, Dan though, Aykroyd said in the Great Outdoors, I don't eat hot dogs; they're all lips and assholes. <laughs> well, he said it, and then was it the 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 what was it wasn't a rat? What was the the thing that jumped over the the trash can? The raccoons. Yeah, the raccoons. Yeah, yeah, don't right, eat those. That's lips and assholes. Exactly. But the thing that never ceased to amaze me in Vegas at the time that I went, which would have been mid 2000s, three thirty in the morning, mind you. People are pushing strollers with kids in it. You I know, it's like how, what, what, I saw <laughs> a lot of kids there this time, like yeah, more than I have in the past. And yeah. I know that Vegas has changed their. They have changed their image quite a bit in the last 30 years. It swings back and forth. But Vegas is not a place for kids. Never. At all. And it's, it is a, look, yes, there is stuff that you can take your family to. That all ends around 8 o'clock in the evening. Yeah. If you're, and, and I saw a lot of kids oh, out. Yeah. 10, 11, 10, 12. 11, which, you know, I'm like, look. I've, I've never wanted to go to Vegas. I don't really don't have Vegas a is fun. to go to it, Vegas. Mainly because the Vegas I want to go to hasn't existed since well, the Rat Pack. Friedmont Fremont Street. Friedmont Street is where you want to go to yes. for that. And it, it is that has changed even since I first started going yeah. there. But it's really cool because like they Friedmont now has a the has canopy. a canopy. A canopy. It's all LED light. They they have shows yeah, I've and seen stuff, pictures you know, kind of, stuff. of that. Yeah. So, and there's you know, and like Gold Nuggets still there, Four Queens is still there, Binions, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. And that's Binions. We always go every time we go out there, yep. we always go up to Fremont Street and we always go into Binions because they have and I was telling you guys before we got on here, we're gonna save this. I determined the last time that I was mm-hmm. in which was a year, almost two years ago, that I I had been moving towards I hate blackjack, but the last two times that I've been out there, I determined I really hate blackjack, except some of those weird ones where it's like, and Binion's has one, it's called um, Double Up. Yeah. Basically what it is, is that 
there, there's a couple because they have all the side, you know, some, a couple of side bets, whatever. Basically, what it is is that uh, there is a double. Like, say you have, let's say you have twenty. Yeah. The dealer's showing sixteen. You can bet again on the double up that that you're going to beat the dealer. The dealer. Yeah. And um, the only way you, I mean, is if there, there's actually two ways to lose it. Yeah. Actually, one of them's a push, but the, the other way to lose it is if the dealer gets better. Of course, if, right. the, if the dealer draws above your, yeah. is twenty one, you're going to lose. Uh, but um, if the dealer has sixteen, it's a push all the way around it, unless you have twenty one. That's huh. the only time that okay. you would win that. So sixteen through twenty is an automatic push. Anything is automatic. If you have eleven and she has sixteen, it's a push. Wow. You know, but if you have twenty and she has sixteen, you just it's pushed. a push. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, which sometimes is not so bad, but sometimes really sucks. Yeah. Uh, especially if you've doubled down, like you know, you know you did some stuff yeah. like that. You know. Yeah. Um. Because yeah, because it's just kind of like stuff. Uh, and then um. And so, yeah, so those two things. But there is also another bet that you can make that is she will get 16, and that pays out, like, a good amount, you know, right. if you do that. But I've, I've never played that. Those types of things, any time that I've ever actually won mm-hmm. at blackjack, it's been because of those side bet options rather than the actual just playing blackjack. The best I've ever done just actually playing blackjack is, like, breaking even or yeah. being just slightly up at the, when it's all over because it's like – and I'm an all-right card counter – and I say all right, which all right, you know what an all right card card counter means? You means lose you a, lot a lot of money. Lot of money yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but it, it's but it's still one of those things where it's like even if you just play it straight without trying to you know because usually it's and do not ever play a continuous shuffle deck. Oh god, that is the worst thing ever because that means everything's on the table all the time. Yeah, it's only if they have that shoe that either where it's a double deck where you just you, right. you play you know until you go. run through, yeah. or they have a shoe that has you know usually has six decks in it. Don't ever play a continuous a continuous shuffle deck in blackjack because you are going to lose you are going to lose there is no ifs ands or buts about the fact you may as well just go ahead and put the money on the table and say here keep it and thank and you for joining it. us at the <laughs> gamblers monthly well, hold on let me, let me start with if you go to vegas you are going to lose there is yes. that also because I mean, the house always wins for the most part now i played in it like i said i played uh, in i get them at the buffet I you know, know that's that's not the, so you, you much. Dude, be. this is expensive, dude. <laughs> oh, I know, but it's so worth it. Um, no, they're making their money back on the buffets. Yeah, that that is a you know, there we we ate at some decent places yeah. while we were there. You know, and I'm like, yeah, you know, we got there. We flew out of Nashville at 6 a.m. and you know, there's a two hour time difference. Right. So we landed in Vegas at like 8:15 or something like that. You know, I mean, literally, it was one of those things where it's like, you know, it's a four hour flight, but you get there two hours ahead of when we are just two hours. After, you, After left. you left, you know, time change. Yeah. And so, you know, your, your time is off all. Oh yeah. It's like, you know, like literally like in bed at nine o'clock their time. Like I've had enough of this, well, you know, and, and, the, and the nine o'clock is my normal is, bedtime. Yeah. Anyway. Number one, the time screws you up, but also because everything is on a very flat place yes the distance between buildings screws you up yes there is a lot oh of that my also gosh i will never forget going to vegas the first time and we landed at like 10 11 o'clock at night and we were staying at um the riviera at the time which doesn't exist anymore but my ex was like hey we're playing at the rio i can see the sign for it let's walk to the rio well oh I, yeah no 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 yeah no. <laughs> also from <laughs> no. i've never been out there but because it's desert the air out there is also fairly clear oh yeah yeah so that also well, screws with let's put it this perception way. of depth we left on sunday sunday afternoon mm-hmm. okay 
Thursday before we left, it was 80 degrees here in Nashville. Okay. When we left on Saturday before we left at 6 a.m., it was in the low 70s somewhere. Yeah. Okay. We got to Vegas. It never got above 58 degrees the entire time we were there. That would be perfect. Heaven. And the morning that I left, there was a dusting of snow on the ground. Nice. <laughs> I bet nice. the locals were freaking out, man. Gotta Which is one of those things just like doesn't happen in Vegas very often. I was there to witness it. Jeez. You know, it was like um Las Vegas is oh, you were talking about the old, you know. Yes. I'm I'm they're a talking, rat pack Vegas. They're talking guy. about bringing the sands back. Did you hear really? that? That's no, one of the no, things that they Okay, here's the other thing. We landed on Sunday. And, you know, we got, of course, we're there early, so we're, like, walking around. Like, what are they doing on the Strip? Like, they had one side of it completely closed off. They were putting up barricades and everything. Like, what Who the hell is going on? Oh, no, no. We got there for the Las Vegas Marathon. Oh, oh that makes sense. Which no. means when we went up to Friedman Street, when we came back, if you're if anybody's familiar, basically you have, you know, Las Vegas Boulevard, you know, it's got all the Strip and everything. Right. And then there's the highway, which is just west of that. Mm-hmm. And then there's a couple other things like the Palm, whichever the Palm is. I can't remember what it, the Palm's well, called you've got now. The, palm, you've the, got Rio's the Rio's over there. You've got the Gold, uh, was it Gold Palace? Whatever. Anyways, like yeah. the reason why I'm telling you that story is because the closest they could get us was the Rio. Oh, God. We were staying on the Strip, which we weren't that far, but it means we had to walk across. A six lane interstate. Which we, there was a a bridge you yes know. But, but, still. but the thing is we also had to cross over where the marathon was which by that time in the evening it was still going the stragglers were still right. coming in but it literally was a you mean the last of the massacres yeah it was okay <laughs> walk down here okay walk 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 can we get over the bar- is there oh finally we find a break in the barricade then backtrack oh god to go inside of one of the hotels to get on the walking bridge to get across everything yep and then walked down to our hotel. <laughs> so it was the first day we were there, I got over 14,000 steps in for go. the day. Well, that's, that's easy to do. <laughs> Which didn't bother me do. much because I've been, you know, yeah, I've been losing been weight and exercising and that kind of stuff. So that's like, nah, that's not a big deal for me. Yeah. Brody was about to die. <laughs> I, I would have been like, leave me here, save yourself. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Just just pick me back up on the way back. Uh, but they, I'm living at this buffet now. Yeah. Well, so it's been nice knowing you. But like I said, they are, they have been talking about bringing back. The, the first time I went to Vegas in 96, mm-hmm. yeah. it was either right before or right after I was there is when they imploded the sands. It was right before. Probably it was in March of yeah, whenever it went I was to there. Sands, then it went to Stardust. Yeah, Stardust was one. Of, yeah, and it went then, also. Um, um, uh, oh gosh, what was it? The Cowboy one that was over there. Uh, Frontier, the new yeah, Frontier. Yeah, all those were. Yeah. In, and yeah, I was there in March of '96, yep. which is funny. We were there right as this is the first. I was 22 years old. Okay, of course, mm-hmm. none of us were gamblers at that time. Like we played slots, and that was because we didn't know yep. anything else. We didn't have a whole lot of money either. Uh, I found out two. I discovered two things that that first trip to Vegas. One is that the opening weekend mm-hmm. or the opening week of March Madness is one of the most spectacular things to witness oh, in yeah. Las Vegas. It's crazy. Because <laughs> we just happened to be there as those that first round started. Yeah. So the last, and the other thing I discovered was that five days in Vegas is about two days too long. <laughs> you get bored after a while. Oh, yeah. You will get bored after a well, while. Well, that's when you got to find and stuff it, to do. We just you know, drank. That's all it was. Well, but it I, mean, was like <laughs> I mean, the drinking and, and all the debauchery that's going on there, it's, it is a lot of fun, but you were All talk- we did was just drink in the hotel, usually. <laughs> that was it. So. You were talking 
talking about the, the the old school Rat Pack Vegas. Yes. And one of my favorite hotels the first time that I went there, which would have been, I'm guessing, around 05, 06, okay, something so like that, um, was one that I call it Skanky Vegas. It was called the El Cortez Oh, I've heard of that place. Oh, my gosh. When I went into the El Cortez, it was the only place I ever had to wipe my feet after I left. <laughs> you could go over and carve your name in the nicotine stains yeah. on the sides oh, of the machines. It was beyond fun. Actually, I told you wrong. I had another exciting story about Vegas. Oh, here we go. Okay. The second day that we were on Fremont Street, mm-hmm. uh, Brody and Dwayne were over playing blackjack and one of the and so I walked over used to anytime Brody and I went and any of that crew would go out yep. any of the aardvarks would go out there we usually stayed we called it Dirty Vegas which is up on Freedmont Street yep. you know and we always stayed at the Four Queens that was yeah. our you know so I was literally like right across not even the street but like across you know just to walk over to the Four Queens I was like I want to go walk over in there just because I hadn't been in there in, mm-hmm. since 2006 probably the last time I was there when we stayed there you know right and so I walked over there and I walked in and I'm like, oh yeah, this place still reeks of, of nicotine, nicotine and desperation, you know? And I walked past the first bank of all of the, the slot machines and everything to where the tables were mm-hmm. just in time to see this guy who looked like he's probably in his early seventies, just fall flat on the floor. That's pretty common there actually. Right behind one of the tables. I mean, it was just like down. And everybody, of course, jumps up, you know, and everything. And, you know, security and everybody comes over. And he, he, they got him up. Apparently. I, 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 don't, I didn't find out what, but I was just like, oh, wow. Hadn't seen that before. So it's like, <laughs> it's like did, I just, did I just see somebody die? You know, uh, just like. <laughs> it's, it's. Yeah. And stuff like that happens a lot out there. And, I mean, it is fun. It is something I think everybody needs to go and adventure. I do think a week is a bit of yeah. a stretch. Well, let's put it this way. When I was there in. Two years ago. Yeah. We were there. We, we flew in on a Thursday morning. Again, another one of those flew in real early, was there all right. day long. We left. Our plane left at 7 o'clock their time on Sunday. So we had, no, evening. Oh, okay. So it was all day Thursday, all day Friday, all day Saturday, all day Sunday. Wow. So yeah, that's, that's four full days. The fact that you came out of there with anything left in your bank account is a small well, miracle. Yeah, but it wasn't even that so much as the fact that Friday evening, I'm the, I had been there less than, you know, a, close to two days at that point. Right. Somewhere around four o'clock in the afternoon, their time, I said, guys, I got to go back to the hotel for a while. I went back there. Actually, it was a little later because it was already it was already getting dark outside. It was probably about five or seven. Five, so, mm-hmm. you know, actually, it would have been later than that because it was during the summer. Anyway, it was sometime in the evening, yes. okay, an early evening by their standards. I went back to the hotel, closed the blinds, turned off all the lights, turned off anything that made a noise, and just lay there for two hours until I finally said, "Okay, I know I'm leaving Sunday afternoon. Can I get a flight tomorrow sometime? <laughs> just as a you know." And so that was exposure. Yeah, it really was. It it, it was absolutely. um, See, you should have played the game then. No, it was absolutely just um, sensory overload for whatever reason. It just hit me that time. You know, that's 
that that was like so okay so we were there for four days okay yep. this time we were ba- i was i was there about three and a half yeah basically is what it came down to but with with yeah. i left my my plane left at like 140 their time in the afternoon on on, on a wednesday yep. i was like i wasn't going to get up real early but i wasn't going to wait until the end of the day either it's like okay this one was available this is the one i'm going to go with i've determined after those two trips my ideal is to fly in sunday Stay there all like do that whole day. Stay there all day Sunday, all day yeah. Monday, right. and leave Tuesday somewhere in the afternoon, <laughs> like in the early afternoon of like basically two and a half days. Is you my need limit an extended week? It really is. Yeah. It's kind of my okay. This is Makes the sense. you know. Um, so yeah, that that's kind of where my thing is. I do want to tell one story from the past though. Oh Lord, here we go. And that was one of the reasons I wanted to go back over to Fort Queens. That's where we stayed in two thousand one. Oh okay. boy, we yep. Brody and I flew to Las Vegas. Uh, first time he'd ever been. Mm-hmm. It was the second time I had been. In November of 2001, oh, God. they were almost paying people to get back on planes. Yeah, by I can imagine. My, my, our tickets, both ways, nonstop, right. combined total cost with taxes and air fees and all this stuff. 150 whatever. bucks. It was $101 and some change. Wow. Yeah, that's how they were trying to get people back on planes so much after 9-11. You know, so we flew out there. Did they give you chips on the I plane or something? Swear. I mean, you it, know. We flew out there. We had a good time. You know, that kind of stuff. We Again, we stayed at the Four Queens. We were right. up on Freedmont the entire time. I don't think we ever actually went over to the main strip. We were there basically for a weekend is yeah. what it was, you know. Um, that trip is the only time... In my life that I've ever gotten drunk twice in the same day. <laughs> Amateur. And the way, but the way that it happened is we got up early. I learned a lot on that trip. Yeah. Okay. Tolerance is not one of the things. No, you no, learned. no. It wasn't that. It was, it was no. We got up early, obviously, because yeah. that's what we did. And we went to a champagne brunch because it was in the hotel. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um that went on way too long. Um, I learned Champagne that, messes you up. I man. learned that um um, betting on sports is not my thing <laughs> because that year, I mean, everybody knows this, knows I'm a huge Alabama fan. Alabama was not good. It was the weekend of the Iron Bowl. Auburn was better. Mm-hmm. And Auburn was a three-point favorite. I'm like, fuck it. I am taking Auburn in this game and I'm winning money. After we finally got back over to a sports book because, you know, time changed. We got right. our, yeah, whatever. I'm like, where's, where's the Iron Bowl? What was the Iron Bowl? Found it finally, and I see the score, thirty-one to seven. I'm like, "Yeah, fuck, Alabama's <laughs> killing Auburn in this game." It's like, and this is why I am not ever betting on sports again, listeners. If, <laughs> and, if, you, could see, if you could just see the pain on my man's first face off, right I now. bet against my team, yeah. and secondly, I was mad about losing, you know, because I was I couldn't be happy for them winning because I had bet against them. Um, I you, you would make a horrible, horrible gangster because you don't that, know how to pat a bet. That was. Sometime in the very early afternoon, right? I was like, I got to go back to the hotel because I was pretty drunk. <laughs> so I went back to the hotel and slept for several hours. Now, did you sleep or did you time travel? Oh, I woke up and, and it was dark outside yeah. at that point. Now, it was still early evening sometime, you know. So I went downstairs and I happened to run into Brody and I was like, hey, you know, and he was pretty wasted. We were all wasted. Right. Know? I'm like, hey, where's Toad? Because we had met him out there, you know? And he's like, oh, he's up in the Burger King because there used to be a Burger King in the Four Queens. Yep. I walked up and found Toad face down in his French fries (laughs) in Burger King. And I basically did a tap out. I'm like, hey, 
hey. He's like, oh, he's like, oh, hey. I'm like, here's the room key. Go up. And he went up, and then I proceeded to start drinking again and got drunk the second well, time for course. the day. So it As was, you do. As you do. And saw the sun starting to come up in oh, Vegas. I've, so. I've, I've done the walk of shame in Vegas again, multiple when times. you're 20 seven years old you yeah. can do that kind of stuff yeah you know? when you double that digit that's uh, well a different again story, i you know? have not drinking well over a decade you know so it's one of those things where it's like now i there was a point during this trip i think it was on monday yeah where i was going back up to the hotel room and i got on and there was this there's this man this man and woman that were in there who were probably in their mid-30s or something so 15 years younger than me, you know, somewhere right. in there. And the guy just looked rough. I mean, it was like, <laughs> it was like rough weekend. He's like, yeah, he's like you. I'm like, yeah. I was like, I'm definitely too old for this shit. This is, and then it's like, and I'm not even drinking. Remember, I can folks, only imagine that this is. It's not the years. It's the mileage. And believe me, I have a lot of mileage on Thank this Thank you, Dr. Jones. So, yeah, You're welcome. Is, I, I got a lot of mileage in young. So it's. <laughs> I, the, the, the one walk of shame story I will, I will share with you from Vegas is we, you know, I mentioned we were staying at the Riviera. And at the Stratosphere, they had a, a, their poker room was open, I thought, you know, 24. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, cool. Go up to the poker room. It was about maybe 9 or 10 o'clock at night. And I'm playing, and I'm playing Limit. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I think it's like 2-4 Limit. So, you know, not a whole lot of money getting moved around, but you're sitting there for a long time. So there's a game that you play in Vegas. And <clears throat> if you get a chance, if you ever go to Vegas, you should do this. The game is called Find the Clock. Mm-mm. You will not find there is the no clock, clock there anywhere. Is not in clock. No clocks, it's, no windows. No clocks, no windows, and the music is always up, and it's always, yeah. you know, every slot machine plays the same three notes. So well, I'm playing, and I'm playing, and I'm playing, right? And I'm not thinking anything more of it. And all of a sudden, the pit boss comes over, and he's like, yeah, we're, we're getting ready to close down. I'm like, what kind of a damn place closes down? I mean, he's like, no, we, we close every time you know every day at 5 a.m i'm like excuse me mm-hmm, mm-hmm. five and i walked out of the stratosphere as the sun is coming nice. up and let me tell you that's when i learned that god hates me because it's just this you're moving slow everything hurts and you're slowly baking as you're yes, walking back yes. to your hotel mm-hmm. oh. I, so what you're saying is if you go to vegas wear a watch yeah, uh, yeah absolutely you won't you won't look at yeah it. I, mean, no one I will does. say this because Watching the sun come up in the desert mm-hmm. is glorious. Oh, it is. If I mean, it if is. If that's your intention. Yeah, I know. When I know. it happens as a side effect, now, that's a different story. The time that I saw it happen, it was in November, so it was still it was cool. Right. You know, when the sun, I wasn't like yeah. I have been to Vegas. Right. Uh, when my buddy Brock got married, we went there for the bachelor party. This was in 06. It was Labor Day weekend. Mm-hmm. I walked out of one of the hotels at one o'clock in the morning and it was almost a hundred degrees. Yeah. Like as soon as I walked oh, out yeah. of the, of the hotel, it no. felt like you literally like there was just this wall of heat that hit you. It's like a solid as, object. Yeah, so what you're saying like, is the hangover was based off of you, dude, you and your buddy's it was life. Rough. That was a great, that, <laughs> that trip is a, is a, its own story. Uh, like we could, we could do a whole of stuff that happened that weekend. Okay? We would have to get some of the players in. Yes. I will definitely. say that. Well, one of them will not be here with us ever again. Yeah, Bunny, because Bunny was on that one, and of course Brock and Stacy live in Pittsburgh now. And oh, that reminds me. Uh oh. Um, uh oh. Uh, and 
I'm not sure that Brody or I remember everything from, <laughs> from that one. So that's we'll that, just that's check the police of those, reports. Yeah. It'll be fine, you know. I was waiting for my ride to the airport. Yes, Wednesday morning, and I'm standing there, and you're, you're seeing people come in. You know, they're they're all going out to to pick up. You know, whether they're ride share or they're whatever to go there. Mm-hmm. And this guy, I'm standing against the wall. I'm sitting there, and a couple of guys come walking through, and one of them is wearing a Chicago Blackhawks hoodie. Uh, and I just look at him. I'm like, Blackhawks, huh? He's like, yeah. And I was like, yeah, I'm from Nashville. He's like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> which, which I have tickets. I have tickets to the Nashville Blackhawks game. And I said the 16th. And we both kind of stood there in silence for a second. And I said, I'll give you this. At least you're not a Penguins fan. And then we both started laughing and everything was okay. So. Oy, oy. <laughs> the suck thing is that the night before, the Penguins beat us oh, here sure. in Nashville. Like, and fucking Crosby, man. I, well, mm, I just, yeah. uh, Let, let's put the blame solely where the blame deserves on our frigging coach. Well, Hines, I hope he's out of here. Well, oh, you know, we got a new, time. we got, we got Barry time. Trotz coming back. Oh, Trotz, he's okay, back, you, baby. We're now into hockey talk. Okay. Yes. So, between this is what happened while I was in Vegas. Yeah. One of the first things that I learned when I was there the, the day is that Poyle was retiring and yes. that Barry Trotz was going to take over as GM. And then one of the last things that happened before I left, we traded Matthias Ekholm to the Oilers. Yep. And I'm like, wow, a lot. And and, and we lost to the Penguins at home. Yep. In, yep. You know, after being up with nine minutes left to go in the game, we're up one nothing uh-huh. and wound up losing three nothing. Yeah, because that's like happening more often in the than world. Not. We are officially in rebuild. Oh yeah, well, well, it's, it's, we're still what, eight, seven eight points out of out, out of the Six. playoffs Six. out of the playoffs. Yeah. yeah, but still, it's like probably not getting there. I'll tell you one of the most wonderful the, things. We're not I, getting there. Hines I'll tell you one of the most wonderful things I saw out of the NHL though with the trade deadline hmm. was what LA did. How they fucked up. Oh, did you see that? Uh-uh. You know, quick. Yeah, yeah, they're goaling. Quick, yeah. Okay. They traded. The, the, oh, 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 let's tell the story. All right, they traded him to Columbus. Yeah. Okay. Quick's jersey is going to be in the rafters in L.A. when he retires oh, yeah. because they won. He was a goalie for two Stanley Cup championships, yep. you know, like that stuff. And several people on the team were really pissed about it. The glorious thing is, shortly after that trade was made, Columbus traded him to. Las Vegas, which means yep. they're probably going to meet in the playoffs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that is going to be a series to watch. I know. Now, I'm loving it. Now, here, I got to go back into... You know, go ahead. I'm sorry. Like, like I said, it. I've got tickets to the Blackhawks-Predators yeah, game. Right. But I have kind of, between my friends that are Blackhawks fans and my friends that are Predators fans, mm-hmm. I've kind of become the emissary between them to kind of <laughs> yeah. help them. The liaison. <laughs> because when I moved from Illinois down here, I was a Blackhawks fan, you know, because I lived in Why? Illinois... I lived in Illinois I don't care. when boys... There's no excuse for that. I don't care. There's no excuse for I was a Bears fan. Birth defect. Yeah, so I know. It's I was a Bears fan. I was a... Well, there was no hockey in Nashville. I don't care. Yeah, there Black was. Hawks fan. Well, I was... Nashville there was Knights. no way I was... There was, you know, there was no way I was going to be a St. Louis Blues fan. Okay, well, that's right, fair. That. Well, that's yeah. fair. I had two teams to choose from. It was Blackhawks or Blues. I went with the Blackhawks. Yeah. Well, when I moved down here... We had the Nashville Knights. Right. And I Minor used to league go, hockey was used awesome. to go yes. to the games all the time. Loved it. And then they started talking about getting our own NHL right. team here. And I went over and picked up a, you know, a clipboard with the petition. It walked right. around. I was like, right. sign this, right. sign this, right. sign this. And I've been with the I Predators. Yeah, I was with, I've been with the Predators since before we knew what the mascot was going to be. Mm-hmm. Yep. Back when the jerseys were red and white. Yeah. Yeah. I remember those. So, well, you know what that was a holdover from? The Flyers. 
No, it was a holdover from when they thought that the oh, it's going to be the devils, devils, devils. Oh yeah, which that's was stupid. Yeah, yeah. That's we all, where... everybody knew that that wasn't happening. That that was just a ploy to get a, to get a new contract for the new stadium and everything. Well, that's I mean, where my that's hatred like, of the devils yeah, began, just began because they started well, in with the whole. It was funny because that whole thing happened. Bull crap. That whole yeah. thing happened where they talked about the devils might move here, and then the devils won the Stanley Cup that year. Yep. The next year, they started talking about maybe the Avalanche might move here. And Which then they I, made it all the way to the finals and yeah. came within a game of winning. Yeah. It was like, okay, what other, what other franchise wants to go to the Stanley Cup? Like, yeah. just, just say you're going to move here. You know? But it's part like, <laughs> of that is what has made Nashville such a hockey. Because every right. time another team has talked, we've talked about moving another team here, the amount of hate from that city yeah. oh yeah and from the other hockey teams going Nashville will never be a hockey town Nashville will Nashville never be is a, a hockey town when they had the the, the rumors a couple of years ago that they were going to sell it they were going to sell it yep. to where was it somewhere up in Canada it, oh, the guy okay the guy's name was uh, he owned Blackberry it was yeah. um, oh, what was that guy's name yeah, no, Boss, uh, Bossilli. Was it Steve Bossilli or something, something like, that? like that? His last name was Bossilli. I remember yeah. that because there were a lot of jokes about that. Yeah. Was it like Montreal or something? Well, no, 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 what, no, 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 no. It, it was. It was. Um, uh, well, one of it was Windsor. They looked. It at. was in because originally because it was one of those things because he was he he was based in Edmonton. No, he was based in. Uh, uh, Buffalo, New oh, York. Okay, okay, but they started. It, okay, I'll tell you when it was. It was Winnipeg, because yeah. this is before this is before the Thrashers moved back, moved up there, and became the Jets I don't think again. It was, I think it was Windsor, not Winnipeg, because was, that was whatever it was. Well, he kept saying, "No, I have no intentions of selling the team. I have or moving the team. I have no intentions." And then the whole time was taking pre-sales on PSLs. Yep. Yeah. And it's so, like, uh huh. And here's the funny thing: is do you know where Windsor, Ontario, is located? No. Literally right across the river from Detroit. Right, that's why I always another team. No, that's not where it was. That is, well, I just it was it was it was close, not as close as Toronto is to to Buffalo, but right. somewhere close yeah. up in that area that they were talking about. That's, yeah, that's why that's, I still I always giggle when I hear that stupid Journey song when they talk about South Detroit. There is, there is no, no South, South Detroit. Detroit. No. I know you go well, South there, of Detroit. You're in te- Canada. I would say there is technically a South Detroit, but there's nothing there. Yeah, you go South of Detroit, a, you're hitting water. Yeah, you know? it's a, <laughs> but you know, I well, when it's kind of like you know uh, song. You walked over the top of me. Hold on, again. I'm about you know the, to choke the crap. You know the song. <laughs> you know the song, "Country Roads." By, yep. You know he talks about West Virginia. Mm-hmm. He's actually talking about Western Virginia, not West Virginia, right, yeah. which is Mountain. like, uh, wait a second. So, yeah. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. go ahead, Dave. But when we got the Predators, I took all my Blackhawk stuff and mailed it to a friend of mine in Chicago. It's like this is now all yours. I now have my own hockey team that I'm in on the ground floor <laughs> for. <laughs> this is my team. So when when my folks who visit from Chicago come down, I kind of have to play right emissary between the two. Yeah. Well, I know. You know I still want the Predators kick crap out of. Oh, them, absolutely. Right. But absolutely. And I admit, I, I kind of still do want one of the Blackhawks jersey that has um oh from Christmas Vacation. Oh, Griswold. Here, Griswold, Griswold on the back. Well, yeah. you know, I'm not going to lie. I wouldn't mind having a Griswold Blackhawks. I actually kind of want one of the, the the ones that had Campbell on the back for Wayne Campbell. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, because of um, of in the, the late 80s and early 90s, you know, with Nissan and yep. uh, and um, Saturn, mm-hmm. you know, opening it locally, there were a lot of people who moved down here from Detroit. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you, there is that contingency of, that they call the, the Pred Wings, you oh, know. Yeah. 
no. half red, Fuck half you. blue. You're, you're, you're either one or the other. You're yep. not, you don't get to yep. be both. I'm sorry. That, especially considering that there has been such a rivalry between those teams. Over this. No, you don't get to be both. It's this is, funny no. you bring this up because no. as, as a lot of our listeners may know, my wife, the infamous Amy, mm-hmm. is from just outside of Detroit, Michigan. Yeah. And one of the first games that we went to was a Predators game. It was not a Predators-Red Wings game because I'm not stupid. Yes. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> but uh, I always tease her. I was like, so when they end up playing, who do you root for? And she looked at me one time and said, the refs. <laughs> it's like, that's about the safest answer you could give right there. You know, you know and no offense to her, but yep. screw Detroit. Yeah, I know. Screw the Red Did, Wings. Uh, I, I'm, I have hated the Red Wings for a very long time being a Blackhawks fan. Well, but, I mean... Earlier today, before you guys got here, I was mm-hmm. over uh, over here at Dad's side of the house, and I was he was showing me a video of a goalie fight in the oh, in those the are minors so much fun. because it's a, it was a um, it was the it was it's the a one, Preds uh, yeah, the, prospect uh, yeah Yakov uh, Trenton yeah, yeah yeah and like the do- and dude he couldn't stay up on his skates it was oh, no. like <laughs> the yeah. best he comes one. down pulls his helmet and everything off he's like start pulling his jersey and he takes like one swing and the other goalie that grabbed him he went down and that the was best it. one the best one in history was the Red Wings um, uh, Avalanche one. Where they yeah. meet center ice yeah. and just, and just beat win. the ever living snot out of one yeah. another. Yeah, which again, you don't see goalie fights. Very well, no, often, it, it looked so like two turtles flipped up on their end, but you know, it was yeah. it was so much fun to Dude, watch. You want to talk about one of the best punches in NHL history? It was Jordan two two? Oh God! Against um, I miss. Oh, what was the guy's I hate, name? I hate the fact he ended up at Detroit. What's the guy's I miss name? having two played two. for the he played for the Stars, Dallas. You you know what I'm talking? It happened Madonna? back. It happened back in the the two thousands. I, I think I and he got fight, suspended yeah. because yeah. It, he was in the fight, and I, I think it was Madonna. Madonna came up on him, and he turned around without hesitation and just threw the punch and laid, knocked him out. I mean, it was one punch. It was down. a clean KO. Yeah, and of course, Tucci wound up getting suspended and fined and everything. It's like, dude, he was coming up on his blind side. What did oh, you expect? No, I mean, my, that was he defended uh, himself. Exactly. My absolute favorite moment. I was a, a season ticket holder for ten years, and I still try to go to every game that I can get a chance to. But one of my absolute favorite moments was. It, and I remember it vividly. It was the National Predators versus the Calgary Flames. Mm-hmm. Tomas Vokun. can't touch a flame lens. Vokun, man. Voki was in the net. Yeah. And all of a sudden, the play breaks down, and Jerome oh. McGinley gets, got on a, one, gets, yeah. gets on a complete breakaway. Vokun sees this. Now, most goaltenders, when they see somebody in a the breakaway, they're going to skate out of their net a little bit mm-hmm. to try to block off, or they'll back into it, though. or try to, you know, right. to, yeah. to fill up the net. This is not what Tomas Vokun does. Tomas Vokun meets him at the blue line and knocks him cold. Yep. Mm-hmm. I mean, skated right into the guy. It was back in the days brilliant. The Predators were a bunch of thugs and we well, kicked a crap. That's because out of Barry Trotz. Barry yep. Trotz, I don't know if he still does, but I know when he retired from playing, he held the, the uh Oh, he was a bruiser. Well, yeah, he had he had the most uh, the most penalty minutes in NHL history. Yeah, he was yeah. a bruiser. I mean, that was, you know, what happened with him with the Capitals? Uh, they win a Stanley Cup, and then he's gone within a couple of years. Because, and it's just like, what the hell? So, and I'll tell you exactly what it was. Because when Barry Trotz won the, Stan- or won the Cup with the Capitals, he said, okay, now I have shown that I am worthy of a pay raise. And they said, no, you're not. And yeah, he said, well, you okay. either pay me what I that's worth. That's right. And then he, yeah, yeah, or I'm right, going to yeah. go to the Islanders. Right. And that's exactly what he did. Yeah. So, but that's right? just, how do you yes, do with the Islanders? Eh, not, not, not so much. Islanders hadn't been good for a while. Yeah. I mean, that's not uh, so much. See, I, and I'm happy that Trotsky's back, but I'm also kind of on the fence. 
Let's let's see what well, he but does. Remember, let's be just, honest. Well, he's not going to do any worse than Poyle has the last couple of years. But you also got to remember what position he's at. He's not coaching now. No, he's, he's general, general manager. General manager. Did you see? I mean, with all the trades that, that the Preds have made in the last, like before the deadline, mm-hmm. the bounty of oh, yeah. of picks was yeah. it twenty six picks over the next two yep. years? Yep, it's crazy because that's the whole the, the whole Ekholm thing. You know, they traded him for a. They traded him for a number one this year, mm-hmm. a number four next year, mm-hmm. and then they got two players. One of which is like uh, was a number, was a first round pick in twenty twenty one. I can't remember his name off the top of my I, head. I don't remember either. But that's on top of the other stuff that they, I mean twenty six picks plus yeah. the picks that they already have. I know. So, I'm just saying like, it's crazy. I'm like, like I said, hopefully we're in they can do mode. something with yeah, it. The draft know? is going to be a very good draft for the National. Now we just hope to get rid of Hines and get a coach that knows what. Dude, bring back Lavi. Oh, I, I'm why sorry. Why did we get rid of Lobby in the first place? That is, I, don't I, I don't care. Pay the man. No. Dude okay. did more in the time he was I here. That, I mean, just, and again, love Trotsy. Love Trotsy. Yep. You know, number he was our he was our first coach. You know, he he took he us was to the playoffs. He was a long lasting coach and stuff. Lavillette came in, took us to the Stanley Cup play, to the finals. If, if know, we I could mean, get that was, if uh, we could get him back, and we had Trotsy as our general manager and Lavi as our coach. I, mean, I would love to see that. I would love to see what would happen with that. Honestly, I would like to see them go after one of Trotz's assistant coaches because this way they already know how to work together. I, I've got the solution for the Preds. They need to go. They need to right now sign Taylor Lewan <laughs> since he's since he's no longer on the Titans. As what? <laughs> Whatever, dude. No, look. This, this is what Taylor Lewan does. Put him in the front office. No, no. I'm t- they, they sign him as a player. Okay. Okay. Who's going to take on Lawan in a fight? He that's all he has to do. You go so, out there and immediately you throw the, you throw the So you're throw, talking you immediately. about a real life version yes, of the it movie. Is, it is it is one of those things with Taylor Lawan where you're like, "Okay, here's the deal. You go out there as soon as the puck gets over in their ice, you throw your you throw you start you grab somebody and start fighting." So that is <laughs> he, he wants a real life version of well, the movie. This Goon. kind of theory has actually already been tested before. <laughs> do you guys remember a basketball player by the name of Manute Bowl? Yes. Yeah. Manute Bowl at one point in time played minor league hockey. He did. He was a goalie. Yeah. No, 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 no. He was a defenseman. He was, a defenseman. He was okay. a defenseman. I remember, and, I remember that was after he'd retired. And from, that was the yeah. whole thing is that, you know, if they came up to him, he could knock him flat. But, you know, watching him skate was one of the most, it was kind it of was like watching painful. a baby hippo being it born. Really, it really yeah. it, 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 it was. It was like. Disturbingly bad. It was very much like a like a, a baby giraffe yeah. taking its first Yeah, exactly. Steps. It you know? really was. Because he's so tall. He was like, what, seven, six or something like that. My new bowl was like the tall, at the time was the tallest. And he was skinny as everything. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's. Uh, well, no, Manute Bowl was actually pretty big. No, Manute Bowl was skinny. Well, well, um, I, just, I remember watching him in like minor league videos. You know, yeah, I know. I remember when that happened. That Dude, sad. Biscuit is going to have to leave the room if she if he keeps farting. Is like he farting? <laughs> he is about you know to, why? He's you know about why to run so bad? out of this he room. He missed you, Dave. Do you know why it's so bad? Because we wound up staying over here with Dad last night, yeah. and Dad's got two cats. And he got into the cat food this oh, morning. Oh, no. And that is always a bad, like, I kept, I was like, Dad, I'm like, look, he, of course, my, my dad used to, they, my parents had two small dogs at one time. I was like, look, Biscuit will be your best friend. Like, literally, yeah. he will be your best friend. And I was like, not only will he come over and, and he'll, he'll get up in your lap while you're watching TV, even though he weighs 75 pounds, or when you're laying in bed, he'll come up and cuddle right up next to you and keep you warm all night. But he will also clean out your litter box for you. <laughs> and if you don't watch it, he will, he will actually like clean your butt for you if, well, if, if he's around. You as, know of I mean? right, it's a- <laughs> as of right now, he is about to smoke me out of this yeah. room because he's laying right next to my chair in about every five minutes. 
Look how cute he is, though. He's just every five there, minutes like, or so. You know, it like, smells like rotten cabbage over here. Oh my mm-hmm. gosh! I'm just like, please. My my new neighbors over on this side yep. have a Great Dane named Meatball. <laughs> That's a great name for him. I, he's probably about two years old, and he still has all that puppy energy. Oh, I saw geez. him yesterday before I brought Biscuit over, and I, I told the guys, like, look, Meatball has a new best friend. They yep. just haven't met yet. Yep. I am so excited to see the two of them get out there and run around and just, I mean, because Meatball was funny because, like, I walked out the back when he was like out here running around yesterday, and he kind of looked at me. He starts kind of barking or whatever, and eventually he came over, and after he smelled me, he got that, I know you! <laughs> <laughs> just like... <laughs> It's like, I haven't seen you in forever. Right. Nice. <laughs> you guys been watching any kind of new TV shows or anything? I watched that 90s show. And? Finally? I, I watched, I poured through them over like a couple of nights. I enjoyed it. You have some problems. For the most it. part. I have some problems. For the most part, I enjoyed it. It was nice seeing Red and Kitty again. Yes. Right. You know, um, I really hated, I mean, again, it's supposed to be about the new kids. I'm fine with that. Yeah. I liked all of them except for one that was just annoying as everything. Which one? Um, the, the Asian kid. Oh. He was just annoying as yeah. everything. It's yeah. like, but all the rest of them were fine. Okay. I was fine with everybody else in there. You know, I like I love the fact that that Eric and Donna named their daughter Leia. Yeah. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I awesome. love the fact that he was he called her Leia Tatooine and she was like, We never agreed on that. It's it's Anne or whatever <laughs> Anne or whatever yeah. it was. Um uh but the thing is is that that first episode they come in, you yep. you see both of them, and then they leave. And at the end of the episode, Kelso and Jackie come in and right. then they leave. There's never any Interaction. interaction. The only time that happened was in the last episode, I think it was, where Donna and Fez were in the same room yeah. for like 30 seconds together, right. and that was it. I hate that kind of stuff where it's like, dude, if you, you're going to bring them back, you have to get them all in the same room. Yeah, or at least true. get some of them in the same room together. Right. You know? Some kind of interaction. Uh, yeah. And, you know, and I wanted an explanation of what happened to Hyde. We all know where the actor Yeah, I know. Right. And there's there's no talk about Hyde. There's also no talk about... Um, their their daughter, no. which I know she died. You know right. the, the 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 one, uh, but the, the older sister, the older sister. Yeah. There was no mention of her whatsoever. Lori. There was also no mention of Kelso's daughter. No. Oh yeah, I forgot. You know that. that's that's one of the things. Like when they brought Roseanne back years right. ago, um, you know they they brought back everybody, but you know they had another kid, mm-hmm. Jerry. Right. Yeah. And there was one dropped line about he worked on a fishing boat and right. wasn't there. Never mentioned ever again. Hmm. There was zero. It's, there was zero mention of the fact that Jet that Jackie had a son. Right. Like Andy, no, never. There has never been any mention across the the revival or the Connors of that whole situation. Yeah. It's, it's kind of so, Richie Cunningham's older brother. Just you know, yeah. goes up the stairs. And they never, never to be came seen back again. again. Uh, six know? was the same way on yeah, married exactly. children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Well, they locked him in the attic. Well, something. Yeah. yeah. It was, they joined the army. I think is what they said. They but it, to join the army. But yeah, that's that's what happened yeah. with uh, what was the guy? What was his name? I can't think of his I can't name. Remember his older name? But yeah, he just he he joined the army and that was it. But I enjoyed it for the most part. Yeah. Like there, there was, I was like, yeah, I liked seeing Leo again, you know, and what was the other guy's name that Fez and him had the, the rivalry and he shows shows up in an episode. Yeah. He shows up later and it's like, okay, cool. This is all right. We're, you know, I will say there's been two shows that I've gotten hooked on lately. Okay. And they're really, really, it takes a while to get to them, but once you get into them, you're there. The first one is one called Will Trent. Okay. It's uh, I believe it's on ABC. I watch it stream, so I don't remember. But um, it's one of those you know cop shows where the guy has this ability to kind of look at things and and is really good at what he does. Okay. And stuff. So it, it, the the storylines are played out, but it takes place in Atlanta. 
Okay. And the locations are actually in Atlanta. Okay. So, it's, so it wasn't shot in Toronto. No, no, no. It, no. it was actually in Atlanta. <laughs> oh, good. Let a, and, let a show about Atlanta come become really, really popular. Right. Maybe it'll suck all these, you know, we moved to Nashville because it was Well, popular. there was that show Atlanta that... It's still, it, it's it's still really on. good. Yeah, I've heard it's really it's good. It's really good. But let, but, uh, everybody move to, to Atlanta. Yeah, go to Atlanta. We're let full. Go to Atlanta. <laughs> but yeah. Atlanta would love to have you. Will Trent, I, I, I give high recommendations to. The other one, and this one surprised me that I like it as much as I do, Poker Face. That's the Natasha uh, Leon. And, um, so I've seen it took previews for that. Three yeah. episodes to figure out what I was watching. Yeah. And I will tell you exactly what this is. And once I say this Does to you... Does it have the Lady Gaga song in it? No, no, no. <laughs> once I say this to you, you won't be able to unsee it. This is basically a Natasha Leone version of Columbo. Yeah, I can see Okay. That. To the point where she will even like put her, fi- her, her fingers to her forehead and turn around and go, just one more thing. Did, I'm like, that's straight up Peter Falk right did, there. You know? um, um, is, is Russian Doll still going, or is that... I think they renewed it, but it hasn't started I have, again yet. I have yet. not seen episode but one of that. I, I, I've I will, heard it was good, It's uh, The first season is amazing. I didn't watch the second season. But um, the Poker Face, this show has cameos from everybody. Nice. I mean, to the point where there's... Do they have a lot of cameos from the rest of the crew from American Pie? Um, Not that I can remember, mm. but you have... there. There's one that has uh, Judith Light... Okay. And um, oh, what's her name? Angela. S. A path. Angela Masterson, Dude. or whatever her name is. It's it's Angela and the chief from Carmen San Diego. Oh, I, oh and they're oh, in yeah. a retirement home. I'm like, this is amazing. Have you seen? I saw a trailer for it the other day for um, the new. I think it's Amazon show. Which one? Uh, or no, it's a uh, it's Paramount or one of those. Mm. It's uh, Fatal Attraction. No. Okay. They actually have a pretty interesting cast of of okay. Uh, uh, it's Joshua Jackson. Okay, is play, which hey. he he good on he's him. older now. Good on and like I work, saw yeah. when it first came in, I was like, dude, he fits this per- this role perfectly. But the, I saw previews for that, and he looks rough. He does, and it's Lizzie Kaplan. Oh, in the um um in that that right. role, you know, and I'm like. I might watch that. Could get show. interesting. That could get that's interesting. again, two. Look, I know Joshua Jackson always with the Dawson's Creek thing, but yeah. he has been really good in other stuff. Oh yeah, you well, know, like the show where in, in Fringe. Yeah, in Fringe. That. I know. that was a great show. He's been yeah. in several things. He, he's like, and I was telling, like, uh, oh, one of the things I loved about that '90s show, okay, <laughs> is when there is. There's an episode where, you know, um, and of course there's this, this love thing going on between, you know, um, Leia and, and Kelso's son. Okay. Right. And so she's, you know, she's lamenting, you know, whatever. And she start and they start doing like the, the Beverly Hills 902 and O parody. But what's hilarious is like, they keep going through the intro of it. Like they, it goes, it goes through it like three different times. And every time at the end of it, Austin, Brian, it's like, Brian Austin Green. Yeah. And oh, it's geez. actually Brian Austin Green, you know? Nice. And so, uh, it's like, okay, that's really funny. But, and I, and I was talking about that with, with Brody the other day when we were in Vegas. I was like, you know, Brian Austin Green is one of those actors. Again, everybody, oh, 902 and oh, blah, blah, blah. Did you ever watch Terminator to Sarah Connor Chronicles? Yes. He uh, was great, and that, and that well, show got better when he came on and there. He actually his, had a show on TBS where he was a frontman for some wedding band. Yeah, something like it that. It was actually you know? surprisingly but it's good. It's one of those things. I have seen him in dramatic roles over the years yeah. Yeah. outside where I'm like, 
it's too bad that he's been pigeonholed as this always a former you know teen guy or blah 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 you know right the joke with within that 70s show is that like at the end of their episode like at the end of their like two minutes that are doing this every every single one of them he comes running up he's like hey guys uh, i'm djing at the peach pit tonight you know you guys need to come out and see it and they're all like no we're not coming david he's like it's because I'm a freshman, right? Oh my god! <laughs> and he's very obviously, yeah, obviously older. it is in his oh his, his late forties, you know. But it's just like, okay, that's funny. It's that's hysterical. funny, you know. It's <laughs> well, I do have something I want to bring up here. Yes. Well, hold on. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. My show. go ahead. Go ahead. So Netflix has got a new show called The Recruit. I looked at that. Um, How is it? I, I was thinking it was going to be something similar to um, that movie, The Recruit. Not exactly. It's Basically, three friends are roommates together, and one took a job at the big law firm in Washington. One's working for the Treasury Department. Right. The other one decided to join the general counsel for the CIA. Okay. And, of course, being the new guy, he's getting dumped on, and he ends up getting the gray files dumped on him. Oh, yeah. Where they have to go through and look and, okay, here's a threat to the CIA. Is this legit? And he gets one, and he thinks it's an actual legit problem, and his life goes down a rabbit hole from there. Right. And it took it took till about the third or fourth episode, yeah, for me to get totally sucked in. But it it takes some twists that you're like, oh, this is going to be good. <laughs> okay. And it ends on a holy crap, what now? Okay, I'm on board. So I think you, I watched like part of the first episode. You've got to check out the recruit. Okay. Of course, we just finished um, the Yellowstone spinoff, nineteen twenty-three. Yeah, which I thought they were. I have not watched any of the spinoffs. So the spinoffs are pretty good. You know, with eighteen eighty-three, it was a one-season thing, right? You know, and then they jumped to nineteen twenty-three, and we thought it was going to be you know another one-season thing, right? They've got it set up to do a second season. Isn't there oh. another spinoff? There's supposed to be the four sixes coming, but isn't there another one also? It's not that I know of something or whatever, or I don't know. Maybe it's set in that universe or something. So four, four. I know the four sixes is supposed to be coming with uh, Jimmy, and I think that's in twenty twenty four. Is when they're talking about that. I will watch that, that one because yeah, I really right. enjoyed that stuff last season with him going there and becoming a cowboy. I, I re- I'm really kind of invested in that Jer- Jimmy Herdstrom yeah. character at this point. Yeah. Um, but Taylor Sheridan has got another show that has Sylvester Stallone in it called Tulsa King. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah that's yeah. right. You watched right, it? Yeah. yeah. Is it I good? I have really enjoyed that show. Okay. That show, you know, he's basically a mobster who went to jail. And ended up going to Tulsa. And ended up getting sent to Tulsa for reasons. Yeah. And it it it's pretty good. Okay. I've really enjoyed that show. I, I've been debating on trying to start that one because I, I like it when Stallone can do tongue-in-cheek comedy. And it it, seems this, like this is not tongue, tongue-in-cheek comedy. Well, he's comedy. got that kind of, you know, yeah. uh, uh, Tony Soprano kind of thing going on. No, so. he's he's better than Tony Soprano. Oh, those are fighting words. I, I really like Tony Soprano, okay. but they are very different, and I like Stallone's character better than Tony at okay. this point. All right, fair. Because he is not neurotic. <laughs> he has problems, but he's not neurotic. Okay, fair. So All right. I really, you know, really enjoy that show. Well, cool. I definitely, I want to check that one out. I know there was a couple of others that we looked at and we're like, we're going to start this or not. So, and that was one oh, of them. So, Mandalorian, new season of Mandalorian yeah, I started. I haven't watched it yet. So. First episode, I've really enjoyed. They're definitely setting up storyline. Oh, and everybody make sure and go watch Cocaine Bear. <laughs> I, I, I want to see, see it. I do too. But I totally want to see that. I saw that trailer like back in like 
end of November, first of December. I was like, I've got to see this I think movie. I saw it at yeah. the, uh, the Super Bowl. And yeah, they did show it there, yeah. but I had seen it even before. Yeah. I was like, no, I want to see this. This looks hilarious. And they so. just started the last season of Picard. Yeah. yeah well, I and it that looks either. like they're mm-hmm. bringing everybody back. Okay. I saw like one of the things where he's sitting around and you see, you know, a lot of the cast members that are around him and he does the whole engage thing. So, oh, it's they're legitimately bringing everybody back. So, Very cool. Yeah. All right. Well, I got one more thing before we get out of here. And this is something that I, I kind of threw out and wanted to to talk to you guys about and try to get all of our listeners on board with as well. Um, on March 31st, I believe it's a Tuesday, if I'm not mistaken. Um, that is officially World Down Syndrome Day. And for those of you who are in the know, you're aware that the infamous Amy and I have a daughter named Eleanor. We call her Ellie. And Ellie was born with Down Syndrome. And this is just a day that kind of acknowledges people with Down Syndrome and gives them that ability to kind of be celebrated. Because a lot of times they kind of get looked over and are, are viewed as practically invisible. Um, the reason why it's 321, and I found this out, I thought this was kind of cool. The One of the, 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 the characteristics of Down Syndrome is it's a three cluster of... Uh, DNA on the 21st chromosome. Okay. So instead of pairs, it's three. Okay. And that 321. I knew that it had something to do with extra chromosomes. Right. And and the way that you celebrate World Down Syndrome Day, along with the chromosomes, if you look at them under the magnifying glass, they look like really brightly colored socks. Okay. And the third, or the 21st one, looks like mismatched socks. So for all of our listeners out there, and for my two compatriots here, on the 21st day of March, if you would, wear your mismatched colored weird-ass socks for one day. I do that every day. Well, I know. You do that because you get dressed in the dark, but that's a different story. That means I'm going to have to go buy socks because well, all true. of my socks are black. Well, all right. Just find different shades of black then. There you go. <laughs> one of them's got to be washed more than the other. There you so go. It's, it's like gray. <laughs> You're fine. You know? Okay. One white and one black or something. Exactly. I don't own white socks. But, no, you don't uh, own white socks. All of my socks are black. <laughs> what do you do when you wear shorts? I don't wear don't socks. Ever paint that image. <laughs> don't ever paint that image again. Never again. I don't wear socks okay. or shorts. Why would you do that? All right. But that, that is my ask of everyone on this, just to make sure, you know. Yep. Take, and if you have any questions on it, look up, you know, the Down Syndrome organization in your area. I know in Middle Tennessee, it's the DSAMT. And they do a tremendous amount of work with both, you know, the young, the old, anyone that, that has Down Syndrome. And remember, folks, Down Syndrome is not a disease. You can't catch it. There's no cure for it. It's just a trait. That's all it is. Mm-hmm. So that's my two cents. Cool. And I appreciate that's you guys awesome. giving no, me I mean, a moment for that. So. Barry asked if we, he's like, yeah, absolutely. I mean, we're, you know, um, we have no problems talking about issues, you know. Because you know. <laughs> we, we, we all have, have issues. issues. We yeah. talk about your issues um, a lot. <laughs> speaking about issues, um, we're going to, I don't know if we're going to hit all of them this month or not, like every week this month, but we're getting back on a regular schedule again here in the next month-ish or so. We're recording several episodes today, so we will hit most of March, (laughs) if not all of it. Uh, I just, again, like I said, when we did the comeback, when we did the welcome back, it's like I had to have a break. Oh, yeah. The last, through the summer and the last half of 2022 was just breakneck, 
for this mm-hmm. and not even talking about all the other shit that was going on in life. <laughs> so it was just like, I needed a break. That's yeah. all that was to it. And so are you saying that we were troubled by irregularity? Something like that. Okay. Uh, uh, our numbers have been really good. Yep. Like uh, apparently we've picked up some up. Uh, People love hey. Beautiful Girls episode. Yeah, uh, I mean, thank, it was. Thanks everybody for listening and for spreading <laughs> the word. Yeah, and really. Thanks for, please. Please. And thanks for sticking with us. I know, I know we've done a lot of weird stuff over the past couple of months. We've, well, that's your fault. Well, yeah. Well, that's true. You know, I'm and, blaming and we you. Got, okay, and, fine. And we I'll have more it. weird coming, you know. Uh, so, yeah. So, we're going to be back on a regular ish schedule here. And we're going to be back on a regular schedule soon. As of right now, we're on a regular ish schedule. Alan's uh, evidently, get, evidently getting his mental fiber now. I, yes. Let me tell you, like I said, it's been the last, God, that'd last be a great year. name for a punk band. Mental, mental fiber. fiber. There you go. Um, so <laughs> yeah, mental so, fiber, their album. We don't give a shit. Also remember that, uh, <laughs> March the 8th is International Women's Day. This is true. All of March is uh, Women's History Month, apparently. I did not know that until recently. Yes. So I I'm would tired like... Of pe- I'm tired of people taking my birthday month away I would from like me. to <laughs> take a moment to uh, to recognize a few outstanding women, like um, Rachel Levine and Leah Thompson and Caitlyn Jenner and <laughs> um, uh, Dylan Mahaney, because women, no matter how good you are, men will always be better than you. So, <laughs> wow. did not see that coming. No. no, no. So, with that note, I am Alan Smith. <laughs> that's, that's that's kind of like the time he was on college radio and Rob Halford came out of the closet and I announced it and he announced it and made sure that yeah yeah and wow and made oh. sure everybody knew that he had broken the law in all fifty states. Oh. oh. <laughs> Why do you hurt me? What did I do to you? What did I do to you? That, you're finally starting to question, like I oh am. Why do you do this podcast with him? You know the whole angel and on your shoulder and devil. There on your is shoulder. no angel. There is in, no in angel. In his case, like, he told like, the angel to fuck off. You know, there is no angel. My angel told me to fuck off a right, long time fair. ago. So it's okay. Like, that's about twenty five bucks a piece for the swear jar for you two. Counting Crows has a song called Miami. Mm-hmm. That the second verse of it uh, says. Um, um, my angel, she doesn't receive my call. She says, I'm too dumb to fuck, too dumb to fight, and too dumb to save, so I don't need no angel at all. <laughs> wow. You realize that's a song and not a mantra, right? I know, but it's, it's, it's not a goal to achieve. <laughs> you know, I realize you're trying to set goals, and you know, that's his big thing is setting new goals this his, year. But you know. His bar is so low that you can step over the yeah, top of it. Of it so. <laughs> his bar is so low it doesn't cast a shadow. I mean, come on. Yeah. It's, yeah. Anyways, I'm Alan Smith. <laughs> I'm still the other guy, Big Dave. I'm a very confused Barry. <laughs> we will be back with some cool stuff shortly. So, <laughs> see ya. See ya. Cause my angel, she don't.